Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hello and welcome to episode 138, Self-Education is the New Currency. We're so excited to talk with you all about the power behind learning online and really taking things to the next level in any area of your life. Anything that you're struggling with, most likely you can find it through research and listening to experts. So we can't wait for you to enjoy the show. Ooh, before you listen, I want to let you know I am offering a live business course. This has never happened before. We have all of my students that are in Unlock Your Psychic Medium online business. Anyone that's joined there or continues to join, you can show up live with us February 22nd to March 22nd on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Join us by going to lindsaymarino.com and click on the course button and you'll see Unlock Your Psychic Medium online business. I'm so excited about this. We have over 80 psychic mediums and healers already in the course. The other thing that I'm opening up again is Mediumship Mastery Circle. It's a membership specifically for mediums and I only open the door a few times each year. So go to lindsaymarino.com and you can find more info about that too. We hope you enjoy the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode, it's all about self-education is the new currency. And the reason we're sharing this is because we have experienced it ourselves when it comes to being in the public school systems, but also teaching online and we've um, studied thousands of hours of really figuring out that this is the new thing. And with Tony Robbins and Dean, they talk about self-education being the new norm. That's what's happening. Right. And they're creating a huge wave in this. Mm -hmm. They're like the forefront people in this that are, they're creating this wave with people with hairstylists, people that are teaching you how to juggle, people that are coaches like Lindsay and I, all different industries are coming out and extracting the knowledge that they have and sharing it with the world. So let's think about what does that even mean? Self-education is a new currency. Well, what it means to me is, it means the more you take control of your life and you really take ownership of what's going on and you realize that we are in an information age and that every problem that you have, you can go find the answers. For most of them, 99% of them, you can find the answers on YouTube or Google and find an expert that's willing to share the information with you for free. Yes, and I think that's the key is the expert. Finding the people that have been through it or they've done it, they're doing it, whatever it is that you want to do. I know when we were fixing up our Airbnb, I thought, I wanna do this fake brick look in the Airbnb. And it started with just a vision because I saw it on Pinterest and I thought it looked beautiful. Clicking on the link, it led me to a blogger, a husband and wife, and they put these fake panels in and they taught you in what was it like 10 minute video mm-hmm. and people were steering me against it. I kept hearing well, that's, they make it look easy, but it's not that easy. And you know, you hear every single thing that you shouldn't do. And I'm so glad that we did it, but we took the time to look at people that actually had done it and we went for it. Exactly. So you can find these frameworks and I, we call them frameworks. They're thinking about something you do really, really well. And then if I asked you, 
okay, give me four steps, four general steps that if I do this, I could mimic that if I continue to practice this over and over. So that's what Lindsay and I as teachers, so why, would, why should you listen to us on this podcast episode? Because we're so passionate about education. We have degrees as teachers. We were teaching in the public schools. We wrapped our mind around this. So we're, we're so focused on the education field and how that impacts people. It's huge. And I think that if you think about it, any kind of problem that you've had, you've probably asked Siri or Alexa, or you've gone on Google. And we, we were, I'm thinking about this time that we had our niece sleepover. And she was going back and forth with us about sleeping over. And we were having a conversation because it was after midnight. And she's like, I want to go home. And Tony said, honey, it's really late and it's dangerous to drive when it's icy and cold. And when you're tired, it's not a good thing. And she's like, Google it. She's <laughs> like, I'm like, what? She's like, Google and show me an article that says that. I'm she's like, six. oh my goodness. And we're like, oh my gosh, we looked at each other. See, I don't and we think had I could to find one that says that. Well, maybe I could, but <laughs> no, but no, seriously, you could find it. So yeah. even a six-year-old knows that you can Google it and figure out the answer to see if it's accurate. You know, you can exactly. do some research. So it reminds me of this mom that was a single mom, and she had, I think, four or five kids. Maybe you saw this video; it was on the news and everything. And she literally built, I think they said, like eighty or ninety percent of the house with her kids through YouTube videos. Yes, I, I'm connected to her daughter on, on Facebook. Really, and that blew my mind. I showed this to my students when I was a teacher in the schools. I showed this to them over and over to try to prove this same point. Like, look, anything that you need to, to learn how to do, you can go find it on YouTube. Like literally, I was in St. Louis. I've never put in a putting green before. So what did I do? I Googled how to put in a putting green. And I found articles on Home Depot. I found YouTube videos like hundreds of them of different people that had different takes on how to put in a putting green. And yeah, it can get overwhelming. And that's another skill you have to develop is how to distinguish what information to take, how to learn the information, and how to take out little insights and little nuggets that you can actually make your own. And that's what I did with the putting green. Did it come out perfect? I don't think it came out perfect, but I have a putting green in my backyard now because I went to YouTube, I went to Google, and I studied the information, and then I applied it. Yes, and it's interesting because as you're talking about this, I'm thinking of a friend of mine, her dad is a very successful business owner. He owns businesses everywhere. And there was one time that he was showing us one of his, um, <clears throat> his businesses, and I was there, and I said, how did you get into this? And he said, I was just really interested and I started to read books on it. That's where it all started. And from there, I started to really um, get more knowledgeable. I didn't know how to do it before. So it had to do with farming and that's how he, he shared it with me. And ever since I was in college, I always thought, I wonder how he got into this. You know, how did this come about? So it really is that little, that small step and maybe being passionate about something or interested in it and then going further and reading the books, but now we have the internet, so adding that into the mix. Um, and also doing interviews. I know that's a big thing. We can learn from people online watching interviews or even interviewing people online. Exactly, and you could look back through history. Don't, don't just take our word for it. Go do your research. You'll find that Thomas Edison, I believe he only had an elementary education, it was either that or middle school, but either way, one of the top inventors of all time, this guy was a genius, only had so many years of formal education, but you know what he did have? 
he had self-education. He applied exactly what we're telling you to apply. So I had to do a best man speech back in November. I've never done a best man speech before. I was scared out of my mind and I had for no a clue. whole year. Of course, my cousin, Jimmy, had to tell me a year before. So I, had, <laughs> so I was thinking about this on and off, and I'm like, oh my God. You know, I've spoken in front of people. I was a teacher, and there's different things that I'm comfortable speaking in front of people, but that's vulnerable, doing a best man speech, and it's one day. My cousin had one day, and mm -hmm. if I go up there and I mess it up and I start stuttering or I do that, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna ruin his whole day. So you know what I did to take the edge off? I did what I'm telling you to do here. I went on YouTube, I started to study experts. I know it sounds funny. Expert in giving a best man speech? Yeah, go look on YouTube right now. You'll find experts on there who train people how to oh, give a best so man funny. speech. I didn't know that. So I know I didn't tell nobody until now. <laughs> they all think that I created it myself. Like, whoa, you know, because I'll be honest, I, I feel like I end up doing a pretty good job on it. And they're like, oh, bravo, you did absolutely bravo. Amazing. But look, it was amazing because I found a framework. I found an expert and I extracted his belief in giving a best man speech and then I applied his framework and then I did exactly what he told me to do so I could prepare for it. So then when the day came, I felt 100% confident in what I was doing even though I had that nervousness to me, but that, I feel like that nervousness is an edge and if you prepare combined with that edge of nervousness that you get, you could do anything. Just like it's, that mom that built that house with her kids. It's true. And if you did see the, the speech and heard what people were saying, you would be like, wow, that's amazing. And you made it look easy. Didn't know he was nervous at all. Um, didn't even know he was preparing for it. I didn't ask him about it because Thank I know- God. I had a couple <laughs> people ask me about it. I'm like, really? You're going to ask me about it two days before? So, <laughs> but Tony, if Assholes. you know- if you no, know. <laughs> That's, not, that's like a normal question. No, there. I know it is. But I then you put the it. pressure on yourself thinking about it. But no, Tony, if you know Tony, if you know Tony well, you know that he prepares to the point of like making sure everything's in place and it's not just like a minute before. He will prepare and take his time and be consistent. And that's a good thing about him and how we have that balance because he is very prepared and very detailed oriented when it comes, even the layout of the podcast. When we say we're going to talk about something, He's like, okay, let's write it down. And he puts the bullet points out. So he's always, you know, behind the scenes. Nobody really knows that. People don't get it fully until you start to notice that there's different details that get done behind the scenes. But that's where the prep is and that's where the education is really getting knowledgeable and doing the research and, and having that plan. So exactly. I think that's a big thing. It is a big thing. It reminds me of our masterminds and our retreats. Exactly. We don't just show up to a mastermind like, okay guys, let's go. No, we prepare thoroughly yeah. and we do what we're telling you to do here. We have a whole course that we paid thousands of dollars for from top people in the industry, Dean and Tony, teaching you how to run the best mastermind possible. So that goes with our retreat and our actual online mastermind. How so many hours is that, that KBB? That's probably over... It's hours and hours and hours. I've been studying that for two years, basically on a weekly basis, and I feel like I still have more to go. It's one of those things that's... It's, but I forget how many hours it is. It's like... I'm not for sure. Yeah, it's, it's, we need to figure that out because I'd be interested. But they always say that if you have 10,000 hours into something, you're considered an expert, right? Exactly, exactly. So you can choose the topic that you want to educate yourself on or go and research it, but don't just research it 
a little bit here and there, become the expert at it so that you know by experience, by reading and watching interviews or whatever you have to do to get more familiar so you feel confident. Exactly, so just to give you a little insight, it's not like my process, everybody's process is different, but my process is I find the experts, I find the frameworks, I study it, study it, study it, and then I visualize it, visualize it, visualize it, and I see myself doing it before I get there. So as I'm going on my bike rides, as I'm walking, I'm seeing myself giving that best man speech. I'm seeing myself showing up to the masterminds and feeling the energy of the masterminds and feeling the impact and seeing the facial expressions and thinking about every single detail that I can. So that way when I go and show up to these places, I feel like it already happened. It's now it's, I just gotta, it's natural. Now, now it's a natural thing that it's actually happening. I love that you said that because it reminds me of mediumship before a big audience event. It could be really nerve-wracking. You're in front of an audience, then you have to make sure you have a spirit that's with you, which it all they're always there, but that's the pressure of a medium. Like, oh my gosh, I hope a past loved one shows up and they're going to be there. But if you take the time to visualize beforehand how you're going to stand, what the room's going to feel and look like, um, what you're going to wear, and play it out like that, like you're already there, it does shift the energy before you go. So I feel like that's a big thing. It is. And getting some knowledge and maybe watching some other demonstrations and picking out the things, oh, that really was a good experience that I saw. And I would love to, to convey that energy when I'm giving the message. So it's a big thing. That's good. So now we want to give you something to do choose a topic that you've always wanted to learn about maybe it's something more serious you know maybe it's intuitive coaching maybe it's psychic mediumship or maybe it's redoing your bathroom and installing um i don't know laminate floors <laughs> a whole or a new toilet to yeah or a new toilet whatever <laughs> it may be but pick a topic that you want to really educate yourself on and fill us in on the thing that you're going to do let's hold you accountable put it in the comments and then you're gonna check in with us and say, okay, I made these small steps and these took these actions and made sure that I did some research on my own. And maybe you took action to creating that, the laminate floor or installing the tam the toilet. Um, but let us exactly. know. Exactly, and think about it. So, so to know where to go to study, think about what is the biggest pain in my life right now? What is the thing that's nagging at me, that's giving me anxiety, that's making me overthink? Well, go get educated. Do exactly what Lindsay just said yes. on those specific topics. Yes. Okay. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this show and we can't wait to see you next time. Bye, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes and remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.